welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast on the science of good sleep. I hope you're finding this fascinating. I know I love to study on psychology, but also the body and how we can optimize our performance, not only during the day in terms of what we need to execute, but even at night in terms of how we need to sleep well and how to make that happen. And obviously, if, if the deck is stacked against us and we're making a lot of choices that are that are uh, jeopardizing our sleep, then we need to make some changes. I mean, it's that simple. And I ended yesterday by saying, and I can't stress it enough, the importance of realizing that, you know, uh, you have to make those decisions to stay with it long term. In other words, if you just try this for a week or even two weeks, it's it's most likely not going to be enough to make a change or a difference. You've got to stick with it long term. So three to four weeks minimum before you're actually going to notice a difference. And a lot of people, when they want to change their sleep cycles, especially their sleep cycles, they will not stick with it that long. They just won't. They'll say, this is too hard. I'm losing too much sleep. I, I can't do this anymore. I'm depriving myself. And, and, it, and they can get crabby and they can get, you know, um, agitated because they're not getting enough sleep. And I understand that. So then they just give up in frustration and they go, well, obviously this is just not for me. I'm just a night person or I'm a day person or whatever. But the fact of the matter is we can all learn to change our body and, ch- and adapt it to whatever is necessary if we'll stick with it long term. All right. That, that's just an absolute fact. That's not a, oh, well, if you're so-and-so or, you know, no, not me, I can't do that. That's not true. We can all change. If you were faced with a life-threatening situation for yourself or maybe someone you care about, someone you love, and you had to change your sleep cycle in order to survive or in order to help somebody else survive, you would find a way. You would absolutely 100% find a way. You would push through it with utter determination and make it happen. And eventually you'd get used to it. So excuses are, are, not, are not the way here. Not, not in something like this, okay? We just have to, to be willing to, to clench our teeth and go through the motions necessary and create the new patterns that, that we want, that we have to, in order to get the sleep schedule that we want to, okay? So I'm um, done with that rant for a moment here. <laughs> um, now I'm going to get into some proven tips that really help sleep. And um, these are going to be kind of interesting, too, because, again, we're taking kind of a scientific look at it. We're going to share a lot of facts with you. We're going to help you to understand why these are important, but hopefully give you a solid plan of action that you can take to help sleep. Now, I mentioned before that a good night's sleep is as important as regular exercise and diet. And that poor sleep has immediate negative effects on your hormones, your exercise performance, and your brain function can also cause weight gain, increase disease in both adults and children. Um, in contrast, good sleep helps you eat less, exercise better, and be healthier. And over the past decades, both sleep and quality and quantity has declined for a lot of people, and especially in the last two years. In fact, many people 
get very poor sleep on a regular basis, and they tend to take sleep for granted. That's just a fact. So if you want to optimize your health, your immune system, your overall uh, well-being, your mental health, your weight, then sleep is definitely the, a great place to start. Okay. So the first one that I want to offer you is to increase bright light exposure during the day. Now you might say, why in the world? That is so weird. No, it's not. Actually, when we talked about circadian rhythm, we covered the side where you create patterns, but there's another side of it that's a natural clock. And nobody, and I mean nobody, is immune to this natural clock. Okay? So, um, it, you know, when we think about you know, rhythm or patterns and those kinds of things, light plays a huge role in it. When there is bright light, it, it will affect you and it'll tell your body when it's time for sleep. In people who suffer insomnia, daytime bright light exposure improved sleep quality and duration. It also reduced the time it took to fall asleep by 83% in a study that was done. A similar study in older adults found that two hours of bright light exposure during the day increased the amount of sleep by two hours and sleep efficiency by 80%. Okay. While most research involves people with severe sleep issues, daily light exposure will most likely help you even if your experience is with average sleep. So try getting some sunlight, open the shades, open the drapes, if you have a house that tends to be more dark because maybe you don't have enough windows, get outside, go for a walk, make sure you're exposed to some bright light. Um, or perhaps if you have to, you can invest in artificial bright light or bulbs. Okay, so daily sunlight can improve sleep quality and duration if you have enough of it during the day and not right before bed. Okay, so we're going to get into the right before bed in a little bit here, but I want to make sure I emphasize the fact that if you're going to get daily bright light. Don't do it right before bed. Okay. We got to give your, your body a chance to kind of shift gears and get into the dark phase so that you can start producing melatonin. We're going to, we're going to talk about that here shortly. Okay. Now, um, I hope that helps you. And if you're somebody that again, works the, the, the graveyard shift, that could be a little more difficult. So you may need some artificial bright light. You need to expose yourself to bright light in some way, shape or form. So I'm going to go ahead and close out for today. We'll come back tomorrow. We're going to talk about the evening and what to do with that. And so I invite you to join us then. This is Michelle Steffes. Reframe and rewire greatness through daily routine. Thank you for joining